Hi, it's Julia Valerio, Probably Intern. Welcome to another episode of the Promly Garden Podcast. If you haven't already, please follow us at Promly App for updates on the Promly App launch and more great podcasts. Together, we will change outcomes. Tonight, we have Promly founder Jen Libby and Grace Germinder, a 16-year-old young model influencer and Miss New Jersey competitor committed to empowering mental wellness through her platforms. Hi, ladies. Grace, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Julia. Hi. Hi. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you began modeling and pageantry? And what was it like? I started modeling when I was seven years old. I started doing pageants around the same age. I started modeling because I had a friend who was in the industry and I absolutely loved it. I absolutely love everything with fashion. So me and my mom thought it'd be the perfect fit for me. I did two pageants and I won the national title my second time. So then I was not allowed to do that system again. It was East Coast USA, which was absolutely amazing. I was 10 years old. So I've always had an amazing experience with pageantry and I just, I love it all so much. Well, it seems like it's so interesting. So when you say you were 10 years old and you were doing pageants, I imagine there are a lot of 10 year olds or a lot of teenagers, let's say that when they were seven years old or eight years old or 10 years old, we're like, I would love to be on stage. Do you love like the stage presence and that sort of thing? I loved it. I've only ever done natural pageants, which was at maximum just mascara and lip gloss. Mm -hmm. I also haven't done a pageant in seven years. So times have really changed since I've gotten older. So this is all new to me again. But when I was little, I really liked being on stage. I didn't even realize that they even had natural pageants. That's interesting. So just lip gloss and mascara, but not like we think of not all the taller and tiara stuff. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's super interesting. That's so awesome. So, growing up in the modeling industry, what life lessons have you learned, and how has that impacted your day to day life? Especially when I started to get older and mature more, I learned that there was a lot of comparison in the industry, even if it's not the people running the castings, comparing other models, you're constantly comparing yourself to other models, how beautiful they are, their bodies. It's just constant comparison. But I've learned that I can't let that affect me and I have to be my own person and be confident in my own body. That's really hard to do though. I mean, I have to imagine, (laughs) like we think of like all the different ways that every person not models, just the average person, let's say in high school and that sort of thing, like the different, you know, comparisons either with kids that are in your classes or on social media or things like that. So I have to imagine like this is a whole nother level. Going off the school thing, it's also hard because other people at school will be like, oh, she's the model. So I have to think I have to look a certain way, act a certain way. But it's all just like a stereotype, which sucks. But well, I have to imagine, Grace, like it must take you a little while to get ready in the morning to go to school. Like if you feel that level of pressure, like I would think it's like, okay. And I used to so much. I used to wake up, put makeup on, always pick out a cute outfit. But after a while, I just get tired of that. Like, I just want to be myself. And I've learned that over time. It's so much easier and more comfortable to just be yourself. It is also nice that sweatpants and sweatshirts seem to be some sort of style yeah. these days. So yeah. that does seem to work. Happy well. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so going off of that, how do you think that modeling has impacted your own mental health? I think mental health, my mental health has definitely been affected by modeling in a negative way. I've started having disordered eating, negative thoughts. 
I've been affected very drastically negatively for modeling, but there's definitely been ups such as it's helped my social skills, helped me talk to adults, which is a great thing and a great thing to learn when you're little, but it really has impacted me negatively and affected my eating a lot. Well, and I would imagine that there's like, that's always, I think the thing that like people assume, right. Is that in the modeling industry, there's so much pressure on comparing yourself that it's difficult to not fall into at least disordered eating, if not an eating disorder. Right. Um, And I would think that there's, I mean, I don't know, but like, I would think there's almost a culture with models, influencers, you know, like um, that, you know, it's never good enough. Like, I think, you know, I, I've certainly met with plenty of patients who have eating disorders. And I always think it's interesting that, you know, they'll say, well, I just want to get to this weight, or I just want to be at this weight, or I just want to look this way. But what inevitably happens is it never is good enough. There's never a line. And they just feel good. Well, and you just end up getting sicker and sicker. Yeah. Yeah, it's modeling has definitely made my mental health very bad. I'll be honest about that. I mean, my mom have realized that later, later, more now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you also just lose a lot of confidence, which at times modeling, you'll gain a lot of confidence because like you're a model, like you want to like show yourself off. But I've definitely lost a lot of my confidence because I'm always comparing myself to others. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, how do you think of like taking care of yourself? Like, it sounds like a, you're really acknowledging that part of your life and sounds like looking for a change. Like, are you taking care of your mental health now? I am now starting to, I'm now prioritizing, prioritizing my mental health, but it's taken me almost till now till lately during when the pandemic hit to realize like, wow, this has really hit me like hard. I have to change my habits if I want to be healthy. Well, I so appreciate you saying that, Grace, because I imagine that there are so many people, you know, COVID and the pandemic kind of prompted that sort of um, realization, right? Where you're really forced to take a closer look at your own behaviors, your eating, you know, all of those things. And I appreciate your vulnerability in sharing that with, you know, our listeners, with us. Um, because I think so many times people, um, can fall into the patterns of disordered eating without even ever noticing or realizing unless they really stop and think about it. And it takes a long time. It's a hard thing to realize, like I have an eating disorder. I have this. It's very hard to come to that conclusion, but the pandemic really helped me realize what was going on in my life. Yeah. And that you really needed to, to make a shift change and like, Yeah. Um, I know you have a really big following on Instagram. How, like, I guess I'm assuming that because you're a model and there's modeling is like one impact on your mental health, but then how does social media have an impact on your mental health? Social media. Well, first, I just want to say everyone should know that social media is so fake. Pictures can be so edited. Bodies can be posed. Everyone always wants the perfect body, but in reality, there is no perfect body. Social media is at the end of the day, just fake. You're only seeing one video, one picture, one angle, one pose of a person that tells you nothing about who they really are on the inside. Uh, So having my platform, like growing up, I always felt like I had to look perfect. I had to be perfect just for the social media eye for everyone else who didn't actually know me to see. But once I started focusing on what I wanted my platform to be, which was advocating for mental health, I was a lot more vulnerable on social media. I just posted last week about my platform for Miss New Jersey team. And I opened up about my struggles. 
And how was that received? Uh, I got a overwhelming support. It was better than I could have imagined. I was so nervous to post, but I'm so happy I did because it shows others that struggling is human. It's normal. Mm -hmm. That's what's so amazing is I think in some ways, you know, we, you know, kind of like from a therapy standpoint, right? When we look at like the disconnect that can also um, come from like, let's say overuse of social media, things like that, like feeling like so much pressure. Um, it's interesting. And I really value the fact that you're like, yeah, but when I'm out there and I put myself out there in a vulnerable way, people actually respond pretty positively to that. And I, I was overwhelmed. I was shocked. Yeah. I didn't think people would be that nice and supporting. I do love Gen Z. I mean, I think I always take the chance to say how much I love your generation. And I love that Gen Z takes the time to actually remember that people are human and that they need support. And I, I mean, that's an overarching generalization, of course, but I have found um, that your generation really is very special that way in that, you know, I'm, I and I really appreciate you sharing that because it is um, so validating, right? To be able to put out something honest and then have people come back and be like, hey, I got you. Like, you know, we're, we're here for you. That's really, that's, uh, thank you so much, Grace. That's like really great. And so that is so awesome that you're able to share that and be vulnerable. I know that's not easy at all. Um, Very not easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so aside from your overwhelming support, do you think that you've ever gotten, I guess you would say hate comments or comments that were not so nice? I've definitely gotten some comments, some inappropriate comments, but besides that, these aren't really hate comments, but if people are commenting on my body, like bod, like I want your body, like all of that, I don't take that as a compliment. And I don't think anyone should because no one knows exactly what someone's going through. I don't think commenting on someone's body is ever a good thing. And social media, especially now, I always see that people are always commenting on people's bodies. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, a little creepy, actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. it's, it's not a very good compliment. Because if, if you're struggling and someone says like, oh my God, I love your body, then you like want to continue what you're doing or it could trigger someone. You, It's just never a good comment to make. And I, I see that a lot. What would you say, Grace, are some of the better comments that you've gotten? Or maybe have there ever been comments that have stuck out to you as like something that's like you, you'll always hold on to in a positive way? I've gotten some comments and it's like, oh my God, like, I love your vibe. You seem like such a fun person. That's always something good to get because that makes me feel like I have like a good aura or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, sure. Yeah, I don't know how to exactly say that. Um, when I put out my post the other week, I had a lot of comments saying like, I'm a beautiful soul inside and out. And that's something like, that's great to hear because yeah, like someone could have a pretty face, but it really matters more what's on the inside. Yeah, well, I'm so glad you said that. And I'm glad that people have been so positive and you do have a great aura and a great vibe, Grace. I do appreciate yeah. that for sure. You have good, good energy, we'd like to say. 100%. I'm so happy that you're such an important and impactful influencer for everyone, especially now that you can be vulnerable. It's amazing. And so what's your most helpful cope? coping strategies that you've been able to apply to your own life for managing your own mental wellness? Taking a day or just some moments to breathe is always useful, but I always think that I should have some self-care days. Even if I have to cancel plans with friends, that's okay. It's okay to not be able to do a plan that you made earlier in the week. 
like you just have to listen to your brain and your body and do whatever you think you need. So I definitely think taking time to yourself helps so much and you can retrack and be on track for how you want to be. I think that's great advice. I 100% agree with that. And some breathing. Everybody could use a little breathing advice. I feel like sometimes I've learned that. Yeah. Well, I feel like your generation also forgets to breathe. I feel like it's like nobody breathes through their nose. You know, we're not getting that oxygen to the right part of the brain. Everybody's getting stressed out. Like everybody would do really well if they just took a deep breath through the nose, hold it for a few seconds and then out through the mouth. That would help. But, you know, that's just my two cents, you know. Um. So as you prepare for Miss New Jersey Teen USA, how are you keeping your mental health on track and stopping yourself from bad habits, especially since it's a little bit harder to take a day off in that preparation? I'm using the pageant and just the whole system and experience to inspire me to be better. I want to be healthy and happy for pageant weekend because I want to be the best version of myself. And I know if I'm struggling with my eating, with my mindset, then I can't be the best version of myself. So it's motivating me every day to fix my eating habits, to fix my, when I look in the mirror, to be confident, not pick myself apart. So the pageant is really just being a driving force for me right now. And it's helping me in ways that I didn't even think it would. When is the pageant, Grace? It is July 30th to August 1st. So oh, very yes. soon, very yes. soon. Yes. You're going to be awesome. We can't wait to see you. Yes. And so what are you advocating for, for Miss New Jersey Teen USA? And where can we tune in and where? Because we want to see you and support you. I am advocating for mental health awareness and I'm promoting body positivity. I'm doing this because of how close to heart it hits. I've suffered from anorexia and depression. So I just want to be able to share my story in a positive way. I want to be able to help others with my story. And this is the perfect opportunity to be able to because I'll be surrounded by other young women and a whole crowd. Yes, you can. There sadly is no live stream. I just found this out, actually. Bars. I know. But they post live updates on the Instagram, Miss NJT USA and Miss NJ USA. Or you could buy tickets to actually come to the event. It's at the Persephone Hilton. Oh, so it's even close by here. Very close by. Yeah, close to Morristown. That's cool. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. You're going to do so awesome. Thank you. And I'm just curious, what is one of your favorite inspirational songs that brings out the best in you? Well, an inspirational song that I think is just awesome is Love Myself by Haley Steinfeld because it gives off great vibes and self-love which is always great but I love this song best friend by Rex Orange County because it's really calming vibes and if I'm ever like running around frantically or in the car in a rush that's a really good song to listen to to just like chill out I like it I'm gonna have to tune in because both of those I don't know but you know I love those songs those are awesome and if you had to choose one thing that you would want our listeners to get out of today's podcast what would it be I would like to stress again that social media is fake. There's no reason to pose your body or feel you have to look a certain way to impress others. You have to be unique to yourself. And what's actually a main message of Miss New Jersey Teen USA is to be confidently beautiful. And I think that is so important because confidently beautiful means you're beautiful, not only on the outside, which everyone is, but on the inside, which is so much more important. I like that, Grace. I 100% agree. You could not have said that better. 
And so what are the next steps for you? How are you going to continue to be on this amazing track? Well, my next steps are pageant weekend, which is in two weekends, which I'm very excited about. But I will have interview, which I talk to the judges and the board of the pageant about my platform. So that will be my next step is taking this to the next level. I love it. That is so amazing. And of course, we would love to help you in any way that we can. So how can we do that? I think, well, I think me and the app probably have a lot in common. We both want to help teens, Gen Z especially, uh, with their mental health. So I think we could definitely work hand in hand, especially with eating disorders, anxiety, depression, and just giving them a safe space. Grace, I really appreciate that. We always take in, we always like to partner with, you know, lots of different Gen Zers, including influencers, including pageantry, uh, you know, professionals here. Um, But really, it's so important for us to be able to partner with people who are willing to share their stories, be vulnerable and really help lead, you know, choices and help advise us and that sort of thing. So we're really excited to be able to work with you, you know, now and in the future. Fun. It was so, so, so nice talking to you. Thank you so much, Grace. That wraps up another Promly Garden podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Promly App for updates on the release of the Promly App. Coming soon.